Yeah, to Zach Tomaszewski for sponsoring, really, yeah, the Kiddush, Shal Shudas, and breakfast. Should be a schus for him, for all mishpacha. Mostly good things. Okay, so, so last week, last week, we began uh, learning Sefer Yeshua. Sefer Yeshua. So, I, I, I bedar call, you know, the truth is whenever I give a shi'a, I usually try to make it that each shi'a is like completely by its own. You don't have to remember anything or know anything. But I, the sugi that we began last week, I, it's, it's, we, we have to continue talking about it. The, it's, it's too, not only was it incomplete last week, um, but it's also very, very relevant for the time that we're in, for Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, Yom Naraim. We're talking about the sugi of Yer Hashem, what exactly Yer Hashem means. And that's, that's mamish what Rosh Hashanah is about, the Ema, the Yira, the Malchus, it's what Yer Hashem is. So that's what we're going to talk, we're gonna continue talking about that a little bit more. <coughs> Now, just a little bit on the side, you know, whenever, I'll, I'll pull the curtain back a little bit, whenever uh, it comes to Yantif, the truth is, honestly, any, any Shabbos, I try to, like, forget everything I know about that Yantif or that particular parish, which is not, not that hard. So, and then I just try to go in fresh. And so there are certain obvious questions that come up every single Yantif, but I try to think about them in, 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 uh, in a fresh way as much as possible. When it comes to Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is very much, is a Yantif that's, it's, it's ma- the ingredients, it's made of contradictions. It's made of emotional steers. Emotional steers. Again, it, it, these are well-known cu- questions. We have to think of them in a, in a fresh way, though. Uh, on the one hand, there's a certain fear and dread and a pachad by Yom Nirayim. That's part of the mitzvah. Mitzat Shani, it's also Yantif, right? We have Sudas and so on. It's a stira. Even when it comes to the din itself, right? So we're all, you know, Nasana Taikif, and we're all worried about the din and pachad and all that. We also know, the Torah brings down famously from Chazal, right, that we still have to, you know, we, 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 we dress up nicely, we take showers, and so on. Why? Because under Betuchem, despite the fact that there is a din, and there's no reason for us to uh, have the confidence that everything should work out, but nevertheless, writes the Torah under Betuchem. We are confident, that the Rebbe will make miracles for us, which is very strange. A miracle? It's one thing you want to be confident that Hashem will, will, will judge you properly, but we're acknowledging that, that it doesn't make sense. We're acknowledging that it's a nace, and usually nisim are not things that we rely on. So in other words, Rosh Hashanah, we find this very strange dynamic of, of dread and fear of the unknown, but also absolute confidence that everything will be fine. And, 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 and whenever you deal with steers like that, there's always two different approaches. There's one approach which is to try to answer the stira, to try to figure out, okay, how do they mesh together? And then there's the Ishbitzer approach, which is, no, it's not a stira, and just a minute, let's figure out how to live with that. I think when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, we have to go with the Ishbitzer approach. I don't know if there's a real way to really lighten the era or lighten the confidence in order to somehow blend them. It's 100% year of fear and 100% confidence, but nevertheless, they sort of come together. So this is, this is what we're going to be investigating today, this sugya of the relationship between fear and confidence. Now, the reason why this is related to what we spoke about last week is because, again, you don't have this in front of you, but the first sentences, the first few psukim, that the Rabbani Shalom tells you, Shul as he's entering to Eretz Yisrael, <coughs> is full of the message of confidence. It's all about confidence. Chazak chazak be courageous, be be. Be, be confident, uh, more, more than just like, you, you know, r- to rally the troops and so on. Hashem Yisbaruch promises him, again, I'll read you, again, you don't have this in front of you, but we read this last week, that the Rabbani Shalom says, 
that you know Moshe Rabbeinu has passed away, and now you're going to have to leave Kol Yisrael in. And he said, Not just like you should be confident. Hashem is promising him. Hashem is giving him, telling him the future, which is like sort of breaks the rules of Bechira. But the Rabbanu Shalom says, No one will stand up to you. No one will stand up to you. I will not loosen my grip with you. I will not weaken my relationship with you. Which again, Bechira says, if you mess up, the relationship should become weak. But Hashem says it's not going to happen. It's a tremendous tekifas. In the language of the Ishbitzer, we'll see soon. Confidence means tekifas. It means strength. It means the, it gives a person that ability to go weiter. Hashem Yitzbrach is telling you, go conquer the land, go face the enemies, because know in, in your heart of hearts that you'll be successful. Nothing's going to happen to ultimately uh, cause your downfall. Chazak v'ameitz, be courageous, be strong, you're going to do it. Chazak v'ameitz ma'id, and so on. And, and we explained last week that, that, that this Indian of the message being given to Yeshua Benun, of that confidence, that strength, that tekifos, is, is not just, uh, you know, it, it's, not, it's not random. This is the hachana to get to Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael means the place of Yira. Eretz Yisrael means the place of Malchus, Amos Hadin. That's what, that's what Eretz Yisrael means. And what, 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 and what Yeshua Benun is being told right now is that a healthy year of Hashem and a healthy Malchus, which is what Yom Nuraim is, Eretz Yisrael in, in place, is Yom Nuraim in time. Again, that's what we spoke about last week, is that what Eretz Yisrael is, what Yom Nuraim means, is this integration, this balance, this duality between fear and dread, which is clearly Yeshua Benun's mental state needing to be told this chizik, right? If you think about it, right? If Yeshua Benun is already confident, then the Rebbe doesn't have to tell him chazak v'yamitzmaid. If Hashem is telling him Chazak it means that Yeshua Benun, who's about to enter into Eretz Yisrael, rightfully so, is in a state of, of Eim and Yira. But to balance that, the Rabbi Hashem is saying, with that Eim and Yira, which is Eretz Yisrael, which is Yom Nirayim, and you're going to need this, and that's what it is, with that you need to kifus and bitachan and confidence and Chazak v'amitzmoid. Now, <clears throat> let's begin to unravel this. It's, it, the reason why these two these two sides are necessary to have to have to, to experience a healthy malchus of Hashem. You need these two ingredients: yira and tekifus, right? Fear and confidence. It's it, it's not simply because they balance each other, and otherwise, and you know, any extreme is unhealthy, and therefore you need to sort of have a, a balance. It, it's deeper than that. Let's 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 go deeper. Last week we spoke about this. We we saw from Rav Cook what is the definition of yira Hashem. What's really the definition of Yeres Hashem? It's not just fear. Rav Kook explained that Yeres Hashem Be'emes is, com- is comprised of two ingredients, two opposite ingredients. And when these two opposite ingredients within the nefesh merge, it results in what we call Yeres Hashem. And what were the two opposite ingredients? As Rav Kook said, it means on the one hand an absolute, an absolute awareness and deep understanding of God and His presence in your life. And the other hand, an absolute inability to understand who God is. And when they come together, Rav Kook described it as a Yediyah Nelemes, a knowledge which is completely hidden even from the person himself. It's not a lack of knowledge, and it's not a knowledge that you could even explain to yourself. It's a Yediyah Nelemes, it's a, it's a hidden knowledge. It's, 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 it's an absolute awareness of something that you absolutely cannot be aware of. It's, it's hard to explain in words, it's an experience, that's what Yerushalayim is. But what we see from Rav Kook, and the guys are going to move, move on forward, is that Yeres Hashem, it, it, it's the beginning, it, it, it's, see, 
on a very simple level, before you saw of Kok, before when you think about Yira, you think of it as not really a relationship. Like maybe a hava is a relationship. Love means a bond that's being made. But fear is the lack of a bond. It means I'm being repelled, right? You're afraid of something means you take a step back. But what Rav Kook is explaining to us is that that's not true. Yiras Hashem is the beginning of a very deep relationship with the Rav Hashem. It might result in this fear of awe and reverence and you know, overwhelming sense of presence. But it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a something. It's not a lack of something. That's what even the Gemara says. The Gemara describes Yiras Hashem as Tara Ladara, as, as the doorway into that world of Avodah Hashem. It's, it's a something. It's not a, it's not a lack of something. It's a something. And it's just a combination of opposites. It's a combination of, of that part of the Nefesh which understands and that part of the Nefesh which doesn't understand. When they come together, that results in Yiras Hashem. Now, before we go on further, if you take a look at the Marmakamis that you have, again, it could be I bit off more than I can chew, but we'll see what we can do. The first Marmakim is from the it's just going to be Ishbitz. So uh, the Ishbitz writes in Parsha Shemais. This is a piece I've mentioned in past, in past times. It's, uh, I feel it's a very important one. <clears throat> the Ishbitz is talking about Yerush Hashem. And he's talking about the Pasuk where, where it says about the, uh, the uh, Mialdes, right? Shifra and Pua, Miriam and Yichavet. So it says in Pasuk that when Hashem saw that they were Yari Elikim, they feared they had Yerush Hashem. Yaslam Batim, Hashem made for them houses. That was the reward for the Yerushalayim. They had houses. What does it mean houses? So again, Rashi says it means they, they had good yichas. You know, they, they had the Gehanim and Malchus. So the Yishbetzer says like this, Dina Yeris Basar Adam. When a person is afraid, natural fear, normal human fear, Kish Adam Yari, when you're afraid, when they Adam from another person, Eimba Yishav Adas, it results in a lack of Yishav Adas. What does Yishav Adas mean? So, it, in, in Ishbitz, Yishav Adas is another code word for confidence. That, that's, that's what Yishav Adas, it's not just the sense of peace. Yishav Adas means peace, but, but, but the confidence that comes with being settled. And he says that normally when it comes to regular human fear, it does not partner with confidence. Because fear is the opposite of confidence. If I'm afraid, it means that I'm not going to be confident in whatever the situation is. But Yerushalayim, when it's really Yerushalayim, says the Yishvitzer, it, it, it partners with a menuchas and nefesh, with a Yishvadas, with a, with a confidence, with a bitachin, an inner bitachin. That's the meaning, that Hashem saw that they were God-fearing, and he made them houses. A house means you're home, it means you're confident, it means you're secure. There's a certain sense of security in that. The opposite of what we associate with fear. But really, Yerushalayim is a combination of these two qualities. And again, let's, let's, let's understand. The reason is because the nature of Yerush Hashem itself is coming from these two opposite ingredients. The part of the nefesh that has an absolute awareness of God is going to result in confidence. The part of the nefesh that has an absolute inawareness of who this God is that you are aware of is going to result in fear. The combination of the two, which is what we call Yerush Hashem, results in a person being being in, in a state of awe, but at the same time inexplicably confident and secure and actually at peace with that feeling of awe. And again, this, this is the chiddush of Yeras Hashem, is that it, 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 it automatically results in these two opposite emotions. If you go further, Marmukah number two, the Ishbitzer and Parashas B'Shalach. It's talking about when Kala Yisrael traveled through the Midbar, right? So we had, uh, the Pasuk says that, that uh, during the day, Hashem protected us with a cloud, right? 
Uh, and at night, there was a pillar of fire that escorted us, right? So during the day, it was a cloud. At night, it was a fire. So it says the Ishbitzer, Amud Anan, uh, the cloud that escorted us during the, during the day, Mayr al Yira, a cloud represents fear. A cloud means it stops your vision, right? You can't see beyond it. It's a thick cloud. And when you can't see what's in front of you, all of a sudden you're nervous. And again, that part of the nefesh, like I said, that part of the nefesh which, it, which does not understand who God, which cannot understand who God is, that's the pillar that results in fear. Vamud Eish, however, the pillar of fire, which means to be able to see what's in front of you, Moir al that means confidence. Again, in, in Ishbitz, Yishav Adas, Bitochen, Menuchas Nefesh, it all means tekifas. It's all the same thing of, of that sense of knowing and being able to, to go weiter with that knowledge. It's found within the person. Sometimes within a person, a person finds themselves having a tremendous amount of tekifas. Sometimes that part of the nefesh, which is straw, which, which is the pillar of fire, is very dominant. Sometimes that happens. That's called the daytime. That's called the daytime. In other words, sometimes a person finds themselves in a matzah that's called the day, which means that they have, for whatever reason, a natural sense of tekifas, of confidence. For us, but then to balance it, to make it really yirashamayim, so during the day, where you, where you have clarity, which means there's an overwhelming sense of confidence, then the Rabbi Shalom gave us a cloud, which means yira. To balance, to balance out the, the tekifas. And sometimes the reverse. Sometimes a person finds themselves in a situation that's called nighttime, which means that they are, their, their position is in a state of yira, fear. That's called the night. But then your avayda is to bring a, cloud, a pillar of fire, to be mechazik, the part of you that is confident. And so this is, this is what, it, what, what the Rebbe is telling us, is that the aside, the beginning, the, the, the entrance into Avodah Hashem, which is Yeres Hashem, is in order to make sure to have these two qualities. And, and what the Rebbe is telling us in this piece is that sometimes you, you are naturally in one mode and not the other. And then you have to always be aware of where you're holding, where your natural nati is during that day. Are you during the day in your matzav? And then you have to incorporate a cloud, or are you holding at night, and then you have to incorporate a pillar of fire? But the tachlis is to have both. You need to have both. And again, they're, bo- they're both coming from two chalakim of the nefesh, which are absolutely true and real. A part of the nefesh which is absolutely aware in, in the deepest of senses of God's presence, and another part of the nefesh which understands that that's an impossibility, to really be aware who God is. And these two parts of the nefesh express themselves in Yeres Hashem, and so we as human beings have to sort of recognize which part is speaking, and then raise the volume on the other part to bring them together. It says It's a very important line. Someone who does not have bitachin in Hashem. Again, bitachin in this context means confidence. If you don't have that bitachin, rakhu tamid biyira, but the person is always just in a state of fear and doubt, and, it spring, and, it, and it, especially if it flows over into things that are not religious. The person is a stam, he's, he's nervous. He's just always a nervous person. That's not Yeras Hashem. That's not true Yira. That's, that's just being afraid. That's a dimyon. That's, that's something human. Someone who in truth is a Yari Hashem. That will result in confidence and strength in Hashem. 
you'll be awe, you'll be in a state of awe and fear, but you will also at the same time be able to say, right? Remember Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, we are afraid of the din. We say Nisan Taikif and we're and we're tre- and we're trembling. But at the same time, after davening, you go have the meal, and we're confident everything's going to work out. I, we don't know how those things go together, but that's what Rosh Hashanah is. That's 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 the, the result of a, of a real Yerushalayim. That's what. And again, going back, that's Eretz Yisrael means Yerush Hashem, and therefore it had to be a combination of Yeshua Benun's natural sense of fear, but Hashem's telling him be confident, and he and the and Hashem was not saying to Yeshua Benun to completely eradicate his fear. Because that's also not Yerush Hashem. But it means you're afraid, okay, I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to sweeten that, I'm going to soften that with the message of Chazak V'Ameis. And that's why even, again, going back to Sefer Yeshua, again, you don't have this in front of you, but that's why Hashem Yisbaruch's message to Yeshua is really in two parts. The first part is, be strong, be confident, everything's going to work out, no one's going to stand in front of you, I'm never going to weaken my, my relationship with you. But then Hashem switch. Switches. And then Hashem says, Make sure you never stop learning. And says, Then you'll be successful. I mean, then I'll be successful. Now it's conditional. The first sentence you said is, and I'm not going to let you go. I'm not going to leave you without any conditions. And now you're telling me, no, no, you have to learn, and then, then you'll be matzliach. The answer is, well, Hashem is telling you, Shubhanon is the ingredients to yours, Hashem, the ingredients of, of, of the Yom which is, yeah, a part of you which is completely uncertain about what's going to be, but a part of you which is absolutely confident that it's going to be fine. That tekifos and that yira, that's your Hashem. The Ishmael continues, <clears throat> three lines before the end of the, the second one. The ikra tekufos The main tekifos that a yid has is from Torah itself. That's the strength of the Jewish people. Now the Ishmael says an amazing thing. And this, will, this is a good simon to know whether you're experiencing a yira Hashem, a real yira Hashem. And this is how you also know whether your davening is accepted. It's amazing simon. Davening, if you compare davening and learning, so davening would be more in line with the part of the soul that is, that is afraid, and learning would be more in line with the part of the soul which is confident. Learning is answers, feel is questions, right? So said the Ishbitzer, if you really, if you want, if you're, to, to know whether your davening is accepted, in other words, to know whether the fear that you're expressing and the uncertainty you're expressing in your davening is really your Hashem, then what? If from learning a person is then motivated to mechazik their learning, then that's a simon that the fear that they felt in their learning, in their davening, was talking your Hashem. And it wasn't just stam uh, cowardice. The gam yeda, and, you'll, and another way, and, and also to know, that you're learning, meaning, and the confidence that you feel in life is taka real, is is if when you're learning, you also have a part of you that's, that's, that's pleading and davening to Hashem that you should be successful. If Torah goes to Tfila and Tfila goes to Torah, that's called Yeres Hashem. But if Torah stays by itself and Tfila stays by itself, then the confidence that you're feeling might just be human, and the fear that you're feeling might just be human. It's not Yeres Hashem. It might not be Yeres Hashem. And this is why Torah and Tefillah, again, going, this is why Rabbi Nachman was the beginning of, uni- of uniting Torah and Tefillah, because that, that's the, when you unite Torah and Tefillah, that, that is the expression of Yeres Hashem, which is the entrance into Havaydah. That's Eretz Yisrael. That's Rabbi Nachman's whole life is to go to Eretz Yisrael. You know, Rosh Hashanah, Rabbi Nachman is Rosh Hashanah. It's all the same Indian. Torah and Tefillah uniting to each other is Rosh Hashanah. It is Eretz Yisrael. It is Yeres Hashem. It is Malchus. That's all. It's all from the same. It's all the same Indian. It's all the same. It's all the same parsha.
<coughs> Take a look at Maramok number three. Again, these are, this is just a small selection from the Ishwitzer's writings regarding this sugya of confidence and, and fear. It's a, it's a very, very large sugya in, in his, in his uh, svarim, in his descendants. Maramok number three is in Parshas Noyach. So the Pasuk over there knows that after the Mabel's over, right, so Hashem sends a sign to Noyach as a symbol of the stability of the world. And the sign is Keshes near Ba'anan, a rainbow coming out of a storm cloud. That is the symbol of stability. So what does that mean? So said the Ishbitzer, Anan, the cloud, Hainu, year of the Hester, that's called fear. That's the cloud, right? We saw that before. The Keshes, however, the rainbow, Hainu, Miftachais, that's confidence, that's light, that's, a be- that's something beautiful, it makes a person happy, that's a certain confidence in that. And the, 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 the symbol of stability is the combination of what? Of confidence emerging out of fear. I know. So he says, Kibakal Taikif Hayira means that with, to the extent that a person has fear, if, to, as, if, the, if the fear of a person, a person has is, is extreme, to that extent, the rainbow has to be that much more pronounced. And that was, this is what Hashem was promising Noyach, is that you want to know the simon of how the world will be stable. It won't be destroyed anymore. The simon is this balance, this union of Malchus, this union of, of Yiras Hashem, of these two opposites balancing each other. That's, that's, that itself is stability. What, again, it's part of a larger sugya, but what went wrong in the earlier generations before Noyach, what led to the Mabel, was this complete breakdown between the world of fear and the world of confidence. So you had like Noyach, who was so afraid even to engage in his generation, right? Avram Avinu is not like that. Avram Avinu had the confidence, we'll see in a second, to engage in the generation. But Noyach didn't have that confidence to engage in the generation. Noyach was the embodiment of Yira. Whereas the rest of the generation, <coughs> overly confident. They'll do whatever we want, we're in charge, who cares, less than, less dying. Absolute confidence. And so the whole, the whole inning of that generation was the breakdown between these two worlds, and that causes instability, and the world is destroyed. What, was, what is going to then sustain the world is that Noach is being shown the rainbow emerging out of the cloud, that, that balance between terribly being afraid, but also being terribly confident at the same time, and that creates stability. And the Ishbitzer writes, This is the meaning of what it says in the Zayar, like, the Zohar says that a person should not look forward to Mashiach unless, until you see a rainbow with shining colors. The simon of Gula is to see a rainbow with shining colors. Does that mean? That the generation of Mashiach is going to be a generation where there's an overwhelming sense of confidence. Where the, the fear of... Gehenim and the uh, uh, fear is going to be very much not a motivating factor for the last generation. The last generation is going to be more, they're going to have such a natural sense of anxiety and fear and worry that Avodis Hashem is not going to be about enhancing that. Avodis Hashem is going to be balancing it with an unbelievable sense of tekifus and confidence, a shining rainbow. And said the Zohar Kaddish, that's a simon of Mashiach. A generation like that, where the Ikra Avoida is not the cloud, they already have that. The Ikra Avoida is the rainbow to balance the cloud. That's already a generation that you should look forward to Mashiach coming. No, I don't have to say anything more. That's, that's what we're holding. But that's, uh, that's, that's, that's the simon that Noach was given. 
Now, even within, let's, let's go further. Let's go a little bit deeper. Um, I mentioned Noyach, right? So Noyach was, in, in, the, in the world of Ishbitz, Noyach is the embodiment of Yira, the embodiment of, of doubt, of, of uncertainty. And because of that, uh, when a person is in doubt, they have a la- they, there's um, a, a, a desire on their part to retreat from the world because everything might take you down. You're, you're afraid of everything. Everything is an enemy. Everything is stronger than you. So there's a natural natia to move within the self, right, and to become isolated within the self and to wrap yourself in bubble wrap to make sure and, and triple mask yourself to make sure that nothing, God forbid, ever touches you because everything is going to destroy you. And Noach, therefore, was saved in such a way of being in the Teva and being isolated. That's Noach. Avram Avinu, Chazal already make the comparison between Noach and Avram. Avram Avinu, Esolikim is Halach Noach. Noach has to walk with Hashem. He can't go on his own. But Avram Avinu goes on his own, Kivyachal, before Hashem, with absolute confidence. So Avram Avinu, take a look at this in Parshas Vehiris, the Maritika piece. It says in Pasuk, after Avram Avinu davens for the city of Sodom, right? So it said, and, and the answer is no. Right? It doesn't work. So the Pasuk says, V'yeshev Avram l'mkami, that Avram Avinu returned to his place. Okay, what does that mean? So Elizabeth Yishvitz says, Hainu. Think about what Avram Avinu was going through in his own mind. This is, this is what sometimes was so amazing about the Yishvitzer, is that he gets into like, he allows himself to go into the mamish, the mind of the big tzaddikim. He says like this, Hainu, Achashem Maser es Atzmai. Avram Avinu was Maser Nefesh, the Hitzel Anshes Daim. Right? You think, like, go back to the War of the Four Kings, right? Avram Avinu is mamish moister nefesh to save light and to try to save the population of Sadaim. So you see this Indian that Avram Avinu has with trying to protect Sadaim. The Atta, and now, Achiroiv Hatfila, Avram Avinu spent a lot of energy in davening. Shahir Biavuram, a lot of davening for the city of Sadaim, Latzilim to save them. And, what, so, and the answer was no. But let's understand, the answer wasn't just no. Hashem is Hashem was telling Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu, you're way off. Like Avram Avinu, you're looking at these people as if they're worthy of being saved. Like you're way off in your evaluation of them. Hashem is Hashem responded to them. Came Sani Hashem Ma'id. That they're they mamish hate me. They despite they despise me. They are they are not on the same page as me at all. So said the Ishbitzer, Avram Avinu hears this. Can you imagine such a thing? Avram Avinu's whole life is that he sees himself as the tzaddik, right? He's the one, he's the Ayav Hashem. Avram Ayavi. So if you really love Hashem, it means you should be on the same page. And Avram Avinu is now realizing that he was way off in his evaluation, not just like a little bit off. The, the people that Hashem Yisbarach hates, he thought uh, were, were, were good people. Like, it's, uh, that, that would, uh, to any one of us, that would have thrown you completely. Imam it, it should have thrown Avram Avinu completely off his uh, axis, that who I thought I was is <laughs> completely being thrown off. But what does the Pasuk say? Avram, Avram Avinu returned to his place. What does that mean? And so he says like this. So, Kehim Sani Hashem Oid, right? So that's what Hashem told them that the, the people of Sadoim are mamish the worst. So, So now this is something that's terribly bothering Avram Avinu, that all the effort that he put in, and what does it say about him? You know, that I put in all this effort to save Sadoim. On Sani Hashem, my evaluation was completely off. But with all of that, Avram Avinu means confidence. See, if this was Noyach, this would have mamish destroyed him, such a thing. But because it's Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu is the embodiment of that part of the nefesh which is confident, who knows Hashem. And Avram Avinu's whole life was about trying to answer the question of who is God. 
and that that that's where Avraham Avinu's his kashras, the Rabbanishalom was part, that part of the nefesh, which is the part of the nefesh that absolutely knows who God is. So Avraham Avinu means the pillar of confidence. He's like that pillar of fire, right? And therefore, I'll call Zeh with all of the, the, the all the doubt and all the uncertainty that should enter into Avraham Avinu's mind about himself and about his place in Hashem's world. Avraham Shavlum Kaimai, Avraham Avinu returns to his place. Hainu Avramavina returned to his, 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 his mental state originally, which is absolute confidence. I know who I am. I know me and the Rebbe were fine. Like, it didn't, it didn't shake him up at all. And Avramavina was unbelievably confident in himself that the truth is, be'emes, be'emes, I know that I only love people that love Hashem. I, so why did I fall in love with Zion for a little bit? It's above my pay grade. Why? How is it such a thing that I fell in love with the city of Sadaim even though they don't love Hashem? And Yonim, who knows what's going on in the world? But it doesn't affect my... But I know who I am. I know who I am. I'm not going to allow that to, to, to make me second-guess who I am. That's from Avina. Huh? Yeah, so there was a lot of simanim that something was going right. Elamaisa Mashiach comes from it. So there were things that were happening above Avraham Avinu's pay grade in terms of understanding. But it, and that, and Avraham Avinu said, okay, the, the answer is in Yonim Nistarim. Not, the answer is not, I guess I was, my whole life is a lie. His answer was, no, no, my life is not a lie. I know who I am. That's not changing. The answer is, the Rebunishal is working things out. Okay. That, 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 that was Avraham Avinu's go-to reaction. Avraham Shavlam Kaimai. That's Avraham Avinu. Yeah. This is where I am. I know who I am. That's what you spoke. What did I speak about this? Maybe last Shabbos? I don't remember. That Kfiyas Makam, it's about Arash Yisrael. That the place that you're in, yeah, I talked about this last Shabbos, that the place that you're in, the Indian of Kfiyas Makam is because davening is connected with Arash Yisrael, and the Makam that you're being Kaveya means that you're turning that place into Kedushas Aretz. So that's Avram Avinu. That's why Avram Avinu, what was the first thing he was told? Lech Lecha, go to Arash Yisrael. Yerush Hashem. Begin. Begin the process of building Yer Hashem in the world, and Avraham Avinu's contribution to that, if we could say such a thing, is the confidence factor. And then you go to Yitzchak Avinu. Who's Yitzchak? So Yitzchak Avinu is going to be the opposite. Yitzchak Avinu is going to be more noyachtik. Yitzchak Avinu is going to be more the fear aspect, incorporating that into Yer Hashem. Ela told us Yitzchak ben Avram. Avram hailed us Yitzchak. Yitzchak and Avram have to be united with each other. Avram means confidence, Yitzchak means fear. Them together, that's the, uh, the, the, the rainbow emerging out of the cloud, that's called Yeres Hashem. Where do we find that Yitzchak is fear? So, Vaiter, Marmokin number, I, I mean, okay, so there's a bunch of threes over here. So, the, the, the third three, okay? The third to last piece. So, uh, so he says like this, Zilopashas Ve'era. Ho'inyin shenesar liyitzchak l'insay l'mitzrayim. The Indian that Yitzchak Avinu was told by the famine that he's not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael, right? He has to stay put, he cannot go anywhere. Ula Avram Loi Nasser. Avram Avinu was not told such a thing. Avram Avinu was allowed to go to Eretz Yisrael, uh, to, to Mitzrayim. Why? Ki Yitzchak HaYitzarech Tamid Beyira. Yitzchak Avinu needed to always be in a state of Yira. That's what Yitzchak Avinu was. And when a person is in a state of Yira, and to be in the state of constriction, of not allowing yourself to go to places that might cause nisyanis. When a person has tekifas, then you can go to Mitzrayim and you're confident. Like, okay, what's the worst that happens? I'm, I know who I am, it'll be fine. But when the person's in a state of year, the noich, the noich ish tzadik, the Yitzchak Avinu type, then you're not, you're, you, that you're, not, you're not able to go to that place of Mitzrayim. 
Ki hirgish, and Yitzchak Avinu sensed, Shetzarach lishmer atzme bezek, that he has to protect himself from this Indian. Velochi neser loy lotzeis, and therefore it was forbidden for him to go to Mitzrayim. Kimi shetzarach letzam same, just like a person who has no choice and is forced to constrict himself and to sort of protect himself from uh, negative forces, Right? There are some, some again, and this is a, a big sugi also in Ishbitz with Zvulun, Yitzchak and Zvulun, that there are some people that they, that they know in themselves that even for the sake of Parnassa, I, I can't allow myself to get too involved in involvement of Parnassa because I sense within myself I'm going to fall into that trap of And then you have other people that are confident in themselves and say, you know what, I don't think I'm going to fall into that. It'll be okay. And there are these neshamas. There are some, and everyone has to have a combination of both. Like I said, Yerush Hashem is both. But there are some neshamas that are more avramdik. And Avram Avinu could go to Mitzrayim and, and he's totally fine. It's not, uh, and he comes out okay and, and he wasn't afraid the whole time. And then have Yitzchak who like, I can't, I can't allow myself to go to that place. But Ela told us Av, Yitzchak ben Avram, Avram had us Yitzchak. They come together. They unite with each other. That's why even the word Yitzchak is well, I mean, he's called Yitzchak because it's chayk, laughter. Laughter means, that's, that's not necessarily what we think of when we talk about fear, right? Laughter. Because again, but the panemius is that it's coming from that tekifas of Ramavinu. It's, it's, it's merging with that. So that's Avram, that's Yitzchak. So now let's move on to Yaakov Avinu. And th- this is going to be uh, probably the most amazing piece so far that we've seen. And, you know, it's, when it comes to Ishbitz, it's, uh it might open more questions than answer, mm. and answers, but take a look at this. It says in Pasuk, Vayeshev Yaakov, Be'eretz Muguri, Aviv, Be'eretz Kenan. It says that in the, as introduction in Parshish Vayeshev, right before you get into the story of Yosef and the brothers and so on, so Yaakov, you know, says, Yaakov settles in the land of his father, the land of Yitzchak. The Yeshiv Yaakov Eretz Muguri Aviv. Said the Yishbet, sir, what does it mean the land of his father, Yitzchak? Hainu Yira. It means fear, right? Remember, that's Yitzchak Avinu, is fear. So it means, the Yeshiv Yaakov Eretz Muguri Aviv. So Yaakov Avinu, at this moment in his life, made a decision that he wants to live like Yitzchak. He wants to be in that place of Yira. Ubikesh leishev b'shalva. Right? Chazal say, the yeshev Yaakov means that he wants to sit in peace. What does it mean to sit in peace? So the yeshev b'tzer, zois ha'shalva, the peace that Yaakov Avinu was looking for, hainu. When a person lives their life in a yitzchak mode or in a noyach mode, where they're avoiding all sveikas, they're only allowing themselves to enter into sugyas in life that there's absolute clarity in what the right thing is. That's called shalva. That's called shalva. You put up the walls around yourself, you, you put yourself in a position where you're not going to allow yourself to engage in anything that's blurry, anything that's uncertain. You see, dealing with situations that are uncertain and knowing that you might mess up, to allow yourself to be in that position takes confidence. It takes confidence. For Avram Avinu to go to Mitzrayim, it means that he had to be in Avram Avinu. For Avram Avinu to allow himself to engage with Sdaim, he has to have that confidence. To, to, so to put yourself in positions that in the writings of the Ishbitzer, situations that are, that are not mavura, things that are not clear, not black and white, to allow yourself to engage in life which is gray, that demands confidence. But if a person does not have that confidence, then you're going to automatically be drawn to black and white. 
and said the Ishbitzer, this is the meaning of when Yaakov Zal say that Yaakov looked for peace. Yaakov wanted to sit in peace. What does it mean to sit in peace? It means I don't want to deal with Sveikas and Babul. I'm not sure. Maybe yes, maybe not. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm not right. Maybe 50% right. Black and white. Just, Shalom, I'll do exactly what you tell me. Just tell me what to do. But, and that's, that's the meaning of the Yesh of Yaakov, Be'eris Mugurayoviv. He's settling in the land of his father. That's Yitzchak. So it's the same thing. When the Pasuk says he's living in the land of his father, and Chazal say the deeper meaning of this is that he wants to sit in peace, like what, that's the meaning. The land of his father is the land of peace. <clears throat> so what does Hashem say? So Hashem says, oh, you want everything. The Lord, this world is not for peace. As long as you're alive in the physical body, it's impossible to live a life with so much shmira, with so much yira, and so much anava. It's not possible. That's not what the Rabbanu wants. Yitzchak Avinu wasn't alive. Yitzchak Avinu was blind. He was kilu, he's mace. That's not called being alive. Avram Avinu was alive. And you needed a Yitzchak Avinu in the world, for sure, of course. He's part of our Ovis. It's part of the ingredients. But in terms of a life of a Yid, a life of a Yid is not Be'eretz Mugurayov. The life of a Yid is to have Yira, to have Anava, to have a sense of fear and doubt, but to have the cloud, the, 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 the shining colors of the rainbow emerging out of that cloud, to have that tkifus. Hashem Yitzchak wants human decisions. In this world, a person has to live and to be willing to make decisions and to go into places that are not so clear and to have the confidence that it'll work out uh, somehow and even if it doesn't like Avram Avinu it didn't work out so what does that say about me? I don't know I'm going right there Avram Shavim Kaimai but Avram but Yaakov Avinu had this uncertainty again this is what Yaakov Avinu who's Yaishiv Oilen who's trying to work out this balance between Avram and Yitzchak so sometimes you're going to, you know, whenever you're dealing with a balance, sometimes you shift one side to the other. But Yaakov, you know, this moment was, was trying to decide to go to Yitzchak, and Hashem Yitzchak is saying it's not, it doesn't work like that. And the result of that is, as we know, is Yitzchak Tzadik being sent to Mitzrayim. <laughs> Very uncertain situations. The, uh, the Shvatim, yeah, the whole thing is now uncertain. And that was all the result of Hashem, Hashem saying, you want Shalva, I'm going to do the opposite of shalva. The opposite of shalva doesn't mean working hard. The opposite of shalva means being forced into situations that are very murky. Very murky. And you do the best you can. You're a human being. That's what it is. There's only so much shmira and anava and yira that a person can have. At the end of the day, and you go and you have a suras yantif and on a betuchim shiasa lano kadesh baruch Yeah. Right. Like embrace it. Yeah. That's what's amazing about Yaakov is that he, he, his whole life is this balancing act. It's this balancing act of being confident and afraid and, 
and dealing with it and just dealing with it. You see, right, and you see in the life of his children, like these stories play out. Take a look at the last one is is I think the most the most amazing of all, um, at least from the Harakamis that we have, and it's the most shocking. Uh, we know in Parshas Vayeshev we have the whole story again. Yosef is sold, right, and then you have the whole story with Yehuda, right, and Yehuda has Erva Oynan, right, Erva Oynan his two sons, and both of them die. Uh, and the reason why, they're, why they die, according to Chazal, is because, again, uh, uh, Er married, was married to Tamar, and Chazal say that he was not uh, trying to get her pregnant, and that was what caused him, in, he was killed. And then when she fall for Yibam to Oynan, he did the same thing, not to avoid her becoming pregnant, and so they were both killed, until Yehuda marries Tamar, and then Mashiach comes from that. Why were they avoiding getting her pregnant? So Chazal say she was very beautiful, and didn't want to affect that beauty by her having uh, a pregnancy. So listen to what the Yishbizah says. This is this Mamish, like, you have the to say such a thing. He says like this, Inyan chait er, the sin of er and oinan, nitzmach k'mosh nizbar bikesh Yaakov leishe It was a result of that momentary thought of Yaakov Inu's mind of wanting to have life that's absolutely clear and perfect, black and white, the machsh- this is an amazing concept. We find this in Israel in a few places. That the machshavis of the avos, any thought that the avos hakadoshim had, even for a f- half a second, resulted in an actual descendant of theirs embodying that thought, embodying that that idea. All of us exist, and the, the personalities that we have, we are all thoughts in the avos hakadoshim. Half a second, mamish a fleeting, a fleeting thought. But that fleeting thought resulted in an actual person that is the embodiment of that thought. The thought that Yaakov have had of wanting everything to just be perfect and not having to deal with things that are a little bit messy. It was a fleeting thought. Mamasha, half a, it doesn't say how long Yaakov had this thought. It was a half a second. But that, result, that thought gave birth to Erev Oina. Listen to this. He says... <clears throat> What does it mean, Leisha Vishalva? Again, Lishomikomaisa means to protect them, to, to not allow the Yaakovina didn't want to engage in actions. That things shouldn't become in doubt, everything should just be clear. As we said, this is not what Hashem wants in the world. Here lay Hashem so Hashem showed him. see, come and see who's going to be your, your grandchild, Ervainam. So you see, what you're avoiding is that you want everything to be beautiful and rochmias. But because of your thought, it's going to result in a grandchild of yours who also wants everything to be beautiful and just right. But instead of it being an avodah Hashem, they're looking for that just right and that perfect uh, picture in Gashmias. But it's all coming from the same thought of Yaakov Avinu, of Bigesh Yaakov Leishe Bishalva. When it came to Erva Oynan, it was physical. Yaakov also, for that moment, had that chesaron of Erva Oynan. Yaakov, the chesaron was in terms of Hashem. That he was protected. He wanted to, to, to live a life that, that was protected. Not that there shouldn't be any, 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 uh, any blurring of the beauty of his avoda. The kashi stoyvs at haguf, and when that idea makes its makes its way down all the way lamaisa to an actual person, azuchet mafurish, then it becomes mamish the sin of hervayna. It's mamish an unbelievable thing. It's an unbelievable thing. So you see this this Indian of like again, there's neshamis. Again, everything is a balance. 
So the extreme of again uh, being a, you know being I, I, wanting everything perfect that's because it can manifest physically too. So it, by the way, I mean, uh, be careful about these things. But uh, what Israel is doing over here is making a shidduch between people that you would otherwise not think are in the same camp. You have one person. Okay, I'm going to say this. Baremes, you'll under, hopefully you understand. Yes, if not, not. I'll stop the recording. Maybe instead of what we could talk more. But you have one type of yid which wants everything, everything has to be exactly just right. I'm not going to allow myself or anyone around me to experience anything that's beyond the walls, anything that's even remote, that even smells of gray, I'm refusing to allow myself to experience. It's one yid. We would think of that, that's very from, right? And then you have the opposite extreme, a person who's just tithes galore, ervoina, mamish, all the pleasure, like, ervoina. That's been a katzal katzal. But the Israelites is telling us they're coming from the same base measures. It's the same base measures of not willing to have anything ugly. So one person is not willing to have any ugliness in their avayda, and one person is not willing to have anything ugliness in gashmis. But really they're coming from the same nekuda. It's a, it's a pachat, such a thing. But when Mashiach comes, he's going to make the shidduchim. You know what I mean? These people are going to... Have to fabrank together. They're not going to realize, you know, that they're coming from the same uh, fleeting thought of Yaakov Avinu. But this is the Avoid of Rosh Hashanah. Again, it's all going back to what Hashem Yisbarach tells Yeshua Benon. Chazak v'ameitz ma'id la'yom eshefar tarzim epicha ki az tatzliach as darkecha. So that that combination of of yira and tekifus, which comes from that nakuda of the part of the nefesh, knowing but not know, knowing God, but not knowing who this God is that they know. That's your Hashem. And again, there is, uh, you have to navigate through life. So we're all B'nai Yaakov Avinu. So we have, uh, we have these Sinyanim of Yir uh, and Tekifas. And uh, so Hashem, with enough davening and learning, the Rabbana Shalom uh, helps us navigate properly. Okay, we should be to uh, become Yari Hashem.